Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, let's bring on Hollywood Taylor here on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. Hollywood Taylor was at the press conference yesterday in Los Angeles. Uh, Hollywood, the, uh, the crowd was very pro-McGregor. Would I have that correct? Oh, yeah, 100%. There was booze every time Floyd spoke or his name was even mentioned. Now, how about Amber is saying that she felt that Floyd, though, it, uh, amidst all the trash talking from McGregor, that Floyd won the press conference. Well, I don't know what? if he won it, no, because I didn't watch it live. I'm saying that the clips that I had heard from it yesterday after it, I thought that, you know, Floyd had done much better than, than I expected with the trash talking just because that's not his thing. Now, some of the clips that Tobin's been playing this morning, I would say that McGregor was doing much better. What do you make clips. of that then, Hollywood? What do you make of that? I mean, overall, I think being there, it was kind of a weird look for Floyd because it was set up as if it was Floyd's press conference and Mayweather was kind of like invited. You mean, the, you mean that it was McGregor's press conference and Floyd was invited? Well, no, no, no. In the beginning, before, before, came out. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting in the car right now. So if it's we got you, we got you. Go ahead. Um, it was set up as if it was Mayweather's production. They had the performers and the DJ. There's twenty thousand people there. They're trying to keep everybody amped. Everything is kind of like praising Mayweather, and then out comes McGregor, and the cloud is on McGregor's oh, okay. side. So. Oh, okay. I would say that that's kind of where it turned. Like you would think that Mayweather had no fans the way that it it felt in the arena, which was weird. Now, did it feel like a put on? Because some of the clips yeah. that I've seen on television, when they're face to face and they're arguing, I don't know. To me, Do they hate it just each other? to me it just seems like they're both making so much money, and this is working out so well for both of them that behind the scenes, these guys are probably laughing at everyone and and you know having cheers together well yeah they're both going to make a lot of money and i'm sure everyone is really happy about that for sure i i totally agree with that but they do have to get in the mindset where they're going to hate each other or it's it's not going to be a good fight i think that mcgregor is just a better trash talker overall as far as putting on a performance than mayweather is mayweather is good at the little sly jabs and He's kind of in a vulnerable position right now because his whole thing is money. And now this IRS story is kind of ha has everybody wondering, you know, are you fighting just so you can get cash? And it kind of takes a little bit of his mystique away on top of the fact that he hasn't fought in two years and nobody really knows what to expect with this fight. Um, but it's that's what it is. Like, they're selling a fight. And, and also, it wasn't a traditional press conference. And I didn't know what to expect when I got there. But, you know, at a USC press conference at, uh, in New York at MSG, that was really intense. But you had reporters ask 
asking them questions, pinning them against each other, you know, knowing the inside of their relationship and what they've said, whereas this was kind of like trash-talking speeches, if you will. So it was it was non-traditional in that way, and that's also something that McGregor's not used to. And did McGregor's Dance For Me Boy go over well in the, in the audience yeah, and in the crowd? Yeah, you can't say that. You can't say that if you're Connor. You can't say Dance For Me Boy. You can't do it. Um, yeah, I mean, the crowd was reacting to everything that he was saying. Yeah, they, they, the crowd wanted them to do what they did. They received it perfectly. It was, it was the perfect show in Los Angeles. The lights and the big screen and, and everything was, I'm sure, what they wanted it to be. And that's what, that's what the tour is for, to promote the fight. Did, uh, was there anything lost in translation with Conor McGregor and that thick, heavy accent? A lot of times his, his comments were, were, were lost in translation or no? Not really. I mean, that they they spoke to the reporters privately after they left the stage, um, and that's where I think the more you know precise comments were made. Um, but no, it was just it was it was so about the show and putting on this big production and selling it as the fight of you know of all time, the biggest fight in history, and pushing it as like this is something that you absolutely can't miss as opposed to really, like, deep dagger trash-talking. We have uh, we have Hollywood Taylor here with us, of course, Undisputed, FS1, 930. She was at the press conference yesterday, Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. True or false, Hollywood, uh, Dana White looks like he ate Dana White. It's false. That's false? False. He was on set with us yesterday. He looks great. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. All right. I, I thought he ate Dana White. Okay. All right. We didn't think he looked so hot on TV, but maybe the camera, you know what it says. You know what we say. Uh, it adds, it adds uh, 60 pounds. So, you know. <laughs> By the way, Dana White, at the beginning of the press conference, you know, the uh, presidents of Showtime or, you know, whoever get right. up and give their, their speeches and, right. you know, uh, talk to the crowd. Dana White gets the biggest reception of the night outside of McGregor. So it was mostly MMA fans who were in attendance, then, it sounds like. I, I I think so. I mean, I did see, I saw a lot of Money Team shirts and saw a lot of Mayweather fans, but I didn't hear them. So to me, it was an overwhelming showing for McGregor, which is interesting because I don't know how that's going to change in the next cities that they're going to. They're going to Toronto today, then New York, and then London is obviously going to be very pro-McGregor because he's huge in Europe. So... I I don't know how that, that whole bit is going to change with the McGregor fans being the overwhelming majority there. I'm, I'm, that's the one thing that I'm worried about, too, is the Toronto situation because you're dealing with the former heavyweight champion up there from, from England slash Toronto is going to have a big part going on, I'm sure, for the press conference up there. Oh, are you, ta- are you talking about Lennox. Uh, Lennox Lewis? Yeah, Lennox has a lot going on in Toronto. He lives in Toronto. He's got gyms in Toronto. So uh, the boxing community up there is strong, but not as strong as the MMA community that goes on in Canada. The MMA community in Canada is massive, so that'll be a pretty intense press conference So ev- well. every stop for these four press conferences, it sounds like he'll have uh, McGregor will have the majority of people behind him then. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. It'll be. I-, I thought that L.A. would have been the biggest showing for Mayweather, and it, it surprisingly was not. All right. Uh, if you uh, if you were to buy the fight, uh, are, do, you, do you know if you're going to the fight? Are you going to go to the fight? Um, I mean, it's it's the everyone in the entire world is going to tr- go to this fight. So am I am I going to go as a 
as a, an attendee or as media, I'm not sure, but I'm obviously going to try. Well, if, if either way, I'll be in Vegas. Oh, okay. Because if if you were watching it from home, would you pay eighty nine ninety five for standard def or ninety nine ninety five for high def? <laughs> Who has my, standard my death is, still? Is, That's what you were about to ask. Zazlo. Well, yeah, yeah Zazlo. This is obviously Zazlo's move. You gotta, right? you gotta splurge the extra ten bucks, right? You gotta get high def. How is this even a conversation? Of course, it's well, not a conversation. But we did find out that Zazlo had that ancient TV that I'm sure you've seen as well for for so many years, and that he was still for God, whatever. You still have that TV? No. He just now got rid of it, like no. just very recently. But <laughs> apparently he was paying for high-def stuff yeah. on that TV. And we've explained to Zazzo that TV wasn't showing How him high-def stuff, you. so he was How wasting his money. How it was horrible, you. Joey. It's absolutely horrible. And like playing, playing the Blue Jays and the Royals last year and the outfield wall all was just blue. How you couldn't tell you. where the players were. <laughs> Where their hats were, where their heads began. Hey, another question I have for you is about Dion Waiters because we always have Dion Waiters quotes going on here. How intense was that interview? Uh, basically, your mind just trying to wrap around the mumbles that goes on with Dion yeah, he's Waiters. Yeah, he's a little, he, great guy, great character, good personality, a little bit of a mush mouth. Oh, man, you, know, was... you guys are terrible. He was it's so easy to understand. I listen a lot. Just, just, just listen to what he's saying. It was fun. Did you see the hang yesterday? I, I actually watched a lot of it yesterday, and I thought I thought Hollywood did a really good job because that's uh, that's a difficult show to do. Like, there's no commercial breaks. There's no you know stopping or anything. It's like how long is it? Like 20, 30 minutes? I mean, it goes as long as we as we want to, or until the guest has a, a hard. But we've gone like forty five minutes before. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a good job that she does there with those guys at uh, Facebook Live, right? Facebook it's Live. Fun. It's on Facebook Live, uh, facebook.com slash Joy Taylor Media or uh, Fox Sports 1. It's on either one. But he's he's selling uh, he's selling the heat hard. He I has know. no fear. A bunch, bunch of dogs. We a bunch of dogs. <laughs> he's awesome. All right, Hollywood. Excellent job. We'll see you. Thank you. If you miss, if you want to see the press conferences, they're on FS2 all week long. And um, check out my Facebook for Facebook Live. Thanks. All right. See you, Joy. <laughs> All right. See ya. Bye, you guys. All right. See ya. There you go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.